Dancy Lagarde fans, you will be thrilled to know a book is coming out if you fund it. Via Unbound, we are publishing The Dancy Lagarde Reader by Alice Fraser and Dancy Lagarde, a glorious insight into the world of Dancy Lagarde, self-published romance maven and online bestseller. If you would like to find out how to support it, go to thebuglepodcast.com. If we get enough support, we will publish the book. That's a real thing that's going to happen. Thebuglepodcast.com to support The Dancy Lagarde Reader. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today's episode marks the 13th of May of the year 2020. Happy birthday today to international diplomat Dennis Rodman and happy death anniversary to the singer Doris Day. Today's celebrations include National Receptionist Day, so give your favourite receptionist a call and leave a message. Your guest today is celebrity celebrity Andrew Zaltzman, just back from his hyper-successful e-meet-and-greet sanitary launch of his own YouTube tutorial makeup brand collaboration Eyeshadow Line. Welcome back to the show, Andrew. How was the, how was the launch? Well, it's surprisingly good, actually. Um, I mean, makeup was not, uh, you know, before lockdown necessarily a, an area I was looking to go into on a commercial basis, at least. But you know, we're all having to adapt to these to these difficult to these difficult times. And um, you know, my eyes have always been naturally shadowed by uh, just general fatigue <laughs> and poor lifestyle. And it, but it's nice to be able to give people the opportunity to recreate the haggard look of my own face um, with uh, without having to go through the um, poor sleep patterns and diet that have given me uh, the distinctive look that I enjoy. I mean, you are too modest. Your cut crease glitter tutorial was groundbreaking. Right. I didn't realise that had been broadcast. That was supposed to be a private... Anyway. <laughs> 
Coming up today, we'll be talking all of the latest news in Kickstarting the Economy news. But first, some headlines of stories we won't have time for. In the news today, Shanghai Disneyland has reopened in China under social distancing restrictions that require everyone in the amusement park to be wearing a full hermetically sealed, anatomically accurate, copyright certified mascot outfit, which is going to mean a lot of children will be able to use the giant heads of their outfits to get on rides they're too short to ride and absolute chaos in the bathrooms. The local online furry community is too overwhelmed to comment. Meanwhile, in Italy, as lockdown restrictions continue to ease, the popular Wiggles government has celebrated their national health service with the announcement that all nurses will be given a free bus holiday to a luxury resort at the seaside when their annual leave comes due. They will be given free accommodation and a specially designed bus, and sources say the wheels on the bus are functioning perfectly and that they do in fact go round and round, round and round, round and round. And that's all the time we have for your headlines for stories we don't have time for, because now it's time for your ads. Your ad section now, because the lust for power is equaled only by pride in possession, and economic success is a decent proxy for both. This summer's smash hit blockbuster streaming breakthrough series is Banner Clock, the gripping tale of a small town with a dark secret and the incident that will tear them apart. The story is a story of people and their relationships and the things they say to each other when they learn pieces of new information about the past in a slow but cumulative way. With characters who will warm your heart with their regional accents and actors who will make you cry by pretending they're trying not to cry. Someone will scream at someone else and someone will look wistfully off a cliff. Banner Clock, coming soon to an online recapper's online blog so you can pretend you watched it soon. Ferns, among the most ancient of plant life. Astonishingly mostly unchanged over 300 million years of evolution. Members of a division of primitive plants called pteridophytes, ferns are one of the Earth's oldest plant groups. And if you have one in your home, it requires only about half a glass of water daily to keep that unbroken lineage moist and fresh, depending on the size of the fern, the pot and your glass. That half a glass of water has been moving through the ecosystem since your fern's ancestors were oxygenating the lungs of dinosaurs you can't even imagine. Be part of history. Half a glass of water. It's a splash of the past. And that's your ad section for today. The last post. Now it's time for your top story. Top story today is economy reboot news. Andrew Zaltzman, let us know what's happening bringing back the economy to full speed. Well, the economy uh, all around the world has been taking an absolute kicking. And at some point in a kicking, I think governments are hoping that that kick will kickstart the economy. That doesn't always work mm-hmm. if you are kicking something, that if you keep kicking it, it springs back to life. Often it tends to go the other way. So they are now looking at ways of not kicking the economy and ironically then kickstarting it. It's a very difficult language for governments to get their head around. And it does look like the most likely option for governments is going to be scaremongering. Um, that is really the only <laughs> way to get people spending these days and we've seen through this crisis how very effective people being terrified is at stimulating certain parts of the economy now clearly it's devastated other parts of the economy but it has uh, benefited you know niche parts of the economy the home baking industry for example home fitness um, equipment has done very well home embalming home pyramiding those kind of things have already <laughs> taken off during this crisis uh, and of course masks the mask industry uh, of all all types of masks have been doing very well. I know uh, Mistress Spankovich's Dr. Gimp sadosurgeon outfits have been shifting some serious units, and in some hospitals it's now 
all they've got for their for their medical staff. So all governments need to do is try to work out a range of other things to be terrified by that will make people panic spend across all parts of the economy. So they're going to need a much broader range of things to be frightened of than just one single virus. Now, obviously, it helps if the fear is grounded in something real, but we can't always rely on that. And there is, of course, a great tradition, Alice, in uh, mm-hmm. stirring up fear of non-existent threats that is a fun part of our collective uh, collective human history. I mean, uh, who can forget, of course, the giant man-eating ferret scare of the 11th century uh, put out by the castle building industry, prompting kings and knights across Europe to invest in massive castles with big, giant, ferret-proof stone walls. Or, uh, <laughs> more recently for our younger listeners, uh, the Millennium Bug, Uh, which, of course, tried to give everyone the full shit that on the 1st of January 2000, all aeroplanes would turn back into pterodactyls, all computers would transmute into Arnold Schwarzenegger, and all mobile phones would turn back into landlines with curly wires, but the curly wires would be poisonous snakes, which would eat their way out of your pocket and curl around your... I mean, I think we all remember the fear that 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 engendered. Or, or as another example of uh, stirring up fear through um, uh, groundless threats, organised religion. So we need different scares now to um, to scare to, to scare people into supporting the bits of the economy that have been really suffering through this uh, crisis. So um, and there's tools at the government's disposal. So to save the restaurant sector, for example, um, government scientists are going to announce that eating all your meals at home could cause type 7 postulosis. Uh, and the <laughs> scientists do recommend at least two meals out a week. Now, clearly, that is a disease that doesn't actually exist, but it does sound quite nasty, particularly type 7. So I think that could really help um, you know, get people well, go, going out to eat again. Well, certainly, uh, as you say, pieces of the economy are coming back, uh, although when it comes to, for example, PPE and homemade PPE, there are some unusual outcomes, of course, you know, a massive resurgence in the commedia dell'arte uh, art form. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of people with uh, punchinello masks walking around the streets, not uh, entirely sure if those are virus-proof, but they're certainly <laughs> going to keep people at a social distance. Yeah, it, it, it all works, and... Um... Yeah, I mean, I never thought I'd see the day when I saw uh, Donald Trump wearing a burqa, but, you know, needs needs must, I guess. Um, another sector that's been uh, very badly affected is uh, universities, um, and um, that's going to require another bit of, uh, you know, bogus science. Uh, this, this time a report suggesting that getting a real job before the age of 21 can reduce your life expectancy by over 45 years. Now, uh, this is based on a controversial piece of scientific research comparing medieval peasants with late 20th century Ivy League students in the USA. Now, (laughs) obviously it is not, but it is based on facts. And, you know, that's the thing we've learned with science through this crisis. You just need to use the facts in the way that you want to use them and they will tell you uh, whatever you want. And, And if history has taught us one thing, and let's be clear, history has tried to teach us loads of things and we just like to ignore it um then it is that one controversial piece of scientific research can carry the same weight as hundreds of non-controversial pieces of scientific research this is due to an evolutionary flaw in the human brain that makes us idiots they say those who ignore history are doomed to repeat it but they don't note that people who do learn their history are doomed to repeat it to other people constantly (laughs) yeah well it's just it's going to be repeated whatever happens (laughs) <laughs> uh, um, clearly, uh, w- one of the, the sectors that is of most concern to me is uh, is professional sport, and uh, in particular the 
lower profile professional sport away from the uh, self-perpetuating plutocracies of uh, the big leagues. So to save lower level professional sports, um, a government advisory is going to be put out from the National Institute of Fitness and Training Institutes, or NIFTY, that um, exercise <laughs> in fact works by osmosis. And that if you are watching other people do sport for, say, 80 minutes or 90 minutes or what the heck, six hours for five consecutive days, then you do actually receive the physical benefits of that sport by <laughs> osmosing the exertions of the professional athletes that, that you are watching. So um, any other industries you think need saving, Alice, at the moment? Oh, yes, absolutely. How do you feel about the kind of the live arts scene? What's going to boost that back into circulation? Well, nothing. Um, <laughs> I, I think um, really it's just going to require art to, uh, to to mutate as it has throughout its history. And um, rather than uh, it being something that you go you go and see and and pay your money to see and enjoy in in, in that way, you just imagine it. And so I think that the live arts will just have to take place inside people's heads. Well, I'm looking into obviously integrating my uh, stand-up career into the online forum, and I've I've really um, I think I'm pioneering this new thing of of uh, paywalls before punchlines. So it's a freemium right. model where you get the most part of the joke uh, live streamed, but then you yeah. have to you have to give me a significant amount of money to hear the hilarious punchline that I'm right. setting up. That sounds that sounds like a, the future of all comedy, to be honest. So. <laughs> well, that's all the time we have for your top story right now, because now it's time for your letters to the editor. Your letter to the editor now, and remember, you can send a letter to the editor at thelastpost at somethingelse.com. Dear Alice and eccentric co-host, that's you today, Andrew. Given the fragility of the American electoral system and the outsized influence that a small but wealthy elite have on US politics, I'm worried that tech billionaire Josh Gondelman will use his ill-gotten riches to swing the election away from the people's candidate, Bob the Sentient Trash Island. Can you publicly call for tech billionaire Josh Gondelman not to interfere in our election? Sincerely, Nick the Concerned Pennsylvania Voter. P.S. Good luck to you, Christopher. Uh, have you got anything to say about this, Andy? I know that you are you you move in Josh Gondelman circles as a as a major celebrity. I'm I only ever yeah. talk to him on this podcast. Well, I mean, I guess the thing with Gondelman is you can appeal to his better nature, but uh, it doesn't exist. So, I mean, g- good good luck with that. I mean, he is a notorious moral vacuum, as as you very well know, Alice. So yes, um, yeah, in that he he sold his morality um, for a vacuum cleaner patent. Yeah, yeah. they're kind of classic Faustus. Of our times, um, so um, uh, I, th- I mean, really, when it comes to American democracy, uh, I mean, it's like was it that old game of whack a mole where you know as soon as you whack one mole, then another mole comes up somewhere else in your garden, and you end up you know just concreting the whole thing over. And really, that's the basically tragic what... story of skin cancer in Australia. Yeah, and, um, <laughs> you. Uh, that's I think where American democracy is going is. Uh, really just um, I mean it's not actually that far away from the system we have at the moment where you vote but none of the candidates actually exist so you get the feeling <laughs> of participating in a democracy but you know the likes of, of, of Josh Gondelman um, really control what, what goes on 
That's all the time we have for your letters to the editor. And thank you for listening to The Last Post today. We are here in your ears 366 days of this year and we'll be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. Subscribe to get a new version of this podcast every day and go to the feed to see all the old versions stretching back in time like a memorial to impermanence. Your guest today on the podcast was Mr Andrew Zaltzman. Have you got anything to plug? Uh, yeah, I've got a new art exhibition, um, Alice, uh, that um, you know, was going to be a, a physical art exhibition uh, at um, at one of the, the Tate galleries, I think. Um, uh, but instead, it's going to be largely online. But um, it's called Zoltzman Uncreator, and it's an exhibition <laughs> of things I haven't created. Um, so just lots of artworks by um, uh, other people. But uh, it'll give, me, give you a good insight into you know what I haven't been able to, to to make with my artistic creativity well look that up online uh, i'm sure you can find it somewhere the last post is a something else alice fraser and bugle podcasts production we thank andrew zaltzman for his guesthood i'm alice fraser find me online at at alliterative on twitter and instagram that's a-l-i-t-e-r-a-t-i-v-e or commit to the alice fraser experience by signing up on patreon.com slash alice fraser the executive producer of this podcast is christopher d skinner his adoring and bedazzled subordinate producers are harriet wells and ped hunter as they and we always say good luck to you Christopher, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow. The fertility doctor Jan Karbat was renowned for getting amazing results. Women who were desperate for children would visit him at his Rotterdam clinic. Many would leave pregnant. But when the clinic closed, rumours circulated about the methods the doctor used to achieve his success. My name's Jenny Kleeman, and I've been investigating what happened in Karbat's clinic. It's the story of a doctor who was determined to create life by any means possible. The Immaculate Deception, a brand new podcast from something else, coming on March 18th, wherever you get your podcasts. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.